Hi everyone, we are the KBJ. Welcome to our podcast. So we already read the had、uh, a cookbook from the、uh, far west、um, during the nineteen thirties. So what do you think about the background information and maybe the religion problems behind the? This food and behind this cookbook. Um, I think that the food there was um, you can see there um、uh, some culture mixed into it. There was some Mexican cuisine. Um, yeah, because there were some immigrants from Mexico. For example, um, there was like a tamale loaf, which is um yes Mexican, yeah. yeah. And a lot of the what I noticed is a lot of the dishes had、um, veggies and like farm animals like lamb and like beef and cow, like cows,、um, and that's because like in the far west area there was a lot of、um, farming and ranching, so it was very important in these areas, and you can see that in the dishes itself. Yeah, so、mm-hmm. we can see the. The tiny background, you know, the Great Depression,、mm-hmm. and we can also see,、uh, like, the, like what you said,、um, the religions, because the far west, especially the California,、um, which there's a lot of Asian people, a lot of Mexican people, so we can see like their、uh, food culture are mixed in these like dishes. That's a really important information, right? And、uh, You can see the time background, the information, and the、uh, religion. A lot, a lot of stuff from these dishes. So, what do you notice about a lot of the recipes and the categories and the ingredients? Do you find like similarities between various cookbooks and other ethnic groups? Okay. Yeah. So、um, you can see the most of the main dishes ingredients are. Very similar, actually.、Uh, they use a lot of, like the same, same ingredients. So,、uh, but they use the different cooking styles and the different like the pairs, ethnic groups. So they make the、uh, very different like the style of the food.、Mm. Um, for example, we can see like、uh, some, yeah, the fodder. The egg, the milk butter. There's like、yeah. not much choice, you know. I mean, like during the Great Depression, even the、um, most of the forest states are warm weather, so, so they have uh, like yeah,、um, mm-hmm. they, they should have like more different、uh, ingredients, but they they don't really use because、uh, during that time people are not like rich; they don't have enough money to buy other stuffs. So.、Um, The ingredients you can see are very very similar. Like there's only like、um, they usually use like four or three,、uh, four or five types, and、um, we can see like those foods. We can see like the、uh, Americanization through this food. Because、um, when、uh, when people bring this traditional food from their own country. These are not like uh, uh, the Ameri- Ma- Americans don't really like those. They they need like 
Yeah. What I mean is, for example, the Panama chicken, right? It's a Cantonese or Chinese food. So it's already like a sweet style food, but they want to make it even sweeter. So more sugar and also the spices to these uh, to these uh, these dishes and to uh, make a reply to the American um, professions. So make it. That's what we, what, what we call, I think, the Americanization, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So we already kind of discussed um, common ingredients found in these um, in the Far West cookbooks. So why do you think these ingredients were commonly used? Were they using a lot of regional homegrown foods or not? What did we notice? Um, so we can find that the cereal products and uh, broccoli are very common because many states in the far west are traditional um, green states and uh, warm weather is um, suitable for growing green and uh, rising uh, broccoli. Yeah. And uh, even, even though there's many uh, ingredient, uh, ingredient, ingredients um, they, they can use, but, but, you know, during the Great Depression, there were many fillers added in the meals. Because the Americans lost money, they couldn't find jobs, so they could only afford, like, cheaper meals, um, where, there, where there couldn't be many, like, expensive food, like, a lot of meat, no, they, they, they can't ha have those. Yeah. And, um, from yeah, like you said, from these cookbooks, we can know like come know their common ingredients during the 1930s from the cookbook, uh, which can help us to find out the economy uh, situation and of course the weather, the environment during that time. We can yeah see through those. Yeah, because um, from the cookbooks we saw yeah a lot of um, farming products being used it's generally very simple um for example in the blue bonnet cookbook there was um sardine appetizers it's just sardine but they kind of made it more complex yeah. by adding butter sauce and pepper and bread too to make to add more to the meal so yeah you can kind of yeah as you said you can kind of tell the economic situation how they're kind of trying to use all the ingredients they had and um, the weather at the time, because yeah. there's a lot of farming foods, as you can tell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we talk a lot about food, because, you know, it's a cookbook. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any favorite food from this um, 1930s cookbook? Yeah, um, in some, what I read, there was this dessert that stuck out to me. It was called marshmallow pudding. And it sounds delicious. I've never really heard of it before, and um, I'd probably like to try it sometime. Yeah, how about you? Did you have any favorites? Yeah, for me, uh, of course, the pineapple chicken, you know, it's really different from now, uh, from both like the traditional Chinese one or both the, or the, uh, the pineapple chicken they make they made now. Mm -hmm. So I really want to try it, you know, like, during the, that, during that uh, time, people's talk, yeah, yeah. This concludes our podcast on what Americans ate in the Far West during the Great Depression. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.